0: Smell
1: something. Put that cookie down!
2: Hello and welcome to the Mighty Motion Picture Rangers. I'm Shane. I'm Chanster. We've got a, an exciting roundup of the year this yes, week. Yes, yes.
0: Not a top 10 of movies yet. Not yet. That is next week. I'm pretty sure it's like two
2: weeks no, away. No, it's next week. We're going to like fiddle around the episodes. Oh, okay. We're like, time well, we traveling. That, yeah, got because it. Yep. we want to wait until we've seen everything... To be able to make a top 10
0: list. Whereas TV shows, you know, well, we give you up like you, uh, you, early.
2: You've finished a TV show by now or you're at least in the middle of it, knowing yeah, that you like it. So, uh, unfortunately, Josh could not make it again. The the joys of Christmas retail time are more murdering the poor boy. But we have Zane C. Weber on. I'm back. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> taking over. It's taking over. It's the mighty Zane C. Weber Rangers. It's the M. Doesn't quite roll off the tongue. As no, well. not not quite. I'm not.
0: trying to think of some pun to do, but I can't. It's too early
2: in the morning for yeah. puns. Uh, but as always, we start by asking, "What have you been watching?" And Chancellor, what have you been watching this week? Uh,
0: so I uh, finished up the year uh, for this list. Uh, finishing up Broad City season four. Uh, yeah, it, it ended really well. It was good because like this season kind of like bookended itself. Uh, like like things that happened in the first episode kind of <laughs> paid off in the last episode. It was just like a really nice episode. I feel like they could have ended there. And I every totally time would have been you fine describe
2: the show to me, it makes less sense than when you described it to me the week
0: before. <laughs> just watch the show, man. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I, I I keep it purposely vague so you don't know what you're getting. You just but get it's, hit it's in like the face with it. It's like a sketch show, isn't no, it? No, not really. No, it's but, it's just about two stoner girls living in New York City. Okay. It's relatively, like, it's It's not like crazy stuff is happening all the time. It's relatively, you know, story driven.
2: But they don't just play the two girls. They play, like, several characters,
0: don't no, they? No, no. They just play the two girls. In, like, wildly I don't know why, in costume? season five, they are old people. There's okay. probably a reason. Because it's the last <laughs> season. They're going to go until they're old. Ah. Because uh, okay. they're always going to be friends. Friendship. Um,. What else? I've been watching uh, Red Dwarf still, uh, just working my way through it slowly. Uh, I just got up to season five, and this was really weird because it was the first season so far where I did not remember any of the episodes. The six, season, the six episodes to a season, and four of them I just straight up didn't remember. So it was good. It was like new Red Dwarf coming to me. Uh, the other two were like two of my favorite episodes. So there was uh, Back to Reality, where they... Die at, die at the start of the episode and then they realise they've been in a video game the entire time. Oh, what? Yeah, you got to watch Red Dwarf as well. Okay. you got to watch Broad City, Red Dwarf, back to back, non-stop. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's... Because I haven't had a chance to go out into the cinemas for a while. I want to go watch Spider-Man. I'm dying to
2: see that too. I know Josh has seen it because I saw it Mother on his letterbox and he gave it five stars. So this will be Josh saying that it's like his favourite movie of the year or something like that. <laughs> we'll put that in there and then Josh can hear it and be see, like.
0: I need to see it before we do our top ten.
2: Yeah. Because... I'm probably going to try this weekend at some point or other. It's maybe. The Shape of Water of this year. That,
0: <laughs> that what oh, this have you is? seen it?
1: No, I have not. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I, I,
0: I thought you were going to say it's the it's Spider-Man like Everyone's talking
1: company. about it and how good it is and no one's seen it yet. <laughs> <laughs> this is true, this is um, true. I, watched, uh,
0: I watched the trailer for Hellboy I cried a little bit Not
2: for good reasons it <gasps> Look looks... it, it's Hellboy Also his face looks like Really like someone just really? went And then like put their thumb And just like mushed down the frown Like what I do to my cat When you can like brush <laughs> the fur down the wrong way And it's just his permanent <laughs> frown and then I went and watched a clip from the original Hellboy, and Ron Perlman's face is so much more expressive. They did some really yeah, clever. No, I, whereas, I really don't new like This face l- piece is just like a hard cowl almost,
0: and the only thing that
2: his mouth.
0: And even then, not very much. No, no, he's not even. Like, they've clearly
2: dubbed all over the lines, but yeah, yeah. I,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm tentatively excited. I like Hellboy. I like the cartoon movies. I like the movies. I like the comics. I really wish that they didn't. Uh, bring broom back because if you just did because if if broom fucking dies in this movie to raise the stakes i'm just gonna throw something at the fucking screen because why bring him back this, this movie they've got or well, the script was originally meant to be hellboy 3 del Toro was like no i don't want to make someone else's movie so they ended up making it a reboot but why bring broom back then like I could watch this as like a third part that's separate. It's the same way I watch the cartoon series, even though the cartoon series does have Ron Perlman, uh, Abe Sapien, and um, Selma Blair reprising their. I love that Abe
2: Sapien is like, isn't it? David Hyde, no, uh, David uh, Hyde Pierce. David no, Hyde Pierce played,
0: played, played him in the first one, but he hated it because he he did nothing. Douglas Doug Jones sounded exactly the same, so he was like, "Yeah, guys, I don't, I don't want to do it again." So Doug Jones just did the role. Oh. Because yeah, David go. Hyde Pierce was like cause like David Hyde Pierce did a great voice, but you watch Hellboy one and two, can you tell it's a different voice? No. Do you watch the cartoons? Can you tell it's a different voice? No. No.
1: D- D- Doug Jones sounded exactly the same. Mm. Okay, Zane, what have you been watching? I have been watching all of the Disney. Now, oh, yeah, um, you taking advantage of-, of Stan? Yes, I am. Uh, but I've also had to go back into my own archives and watch gems such as The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr Toad. I saw that thread. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Uh, like, yes. Oh, no, I know uh, the movie exists. Uh, what thread, though? Oh, on posting? on the Disney vs Disney debate. I was not reading. That. I need to go back. Someone I'm was debating it loss. and could not find a copy of it, um, so I had to supply said copy. Um, had they it, seen it, or did they just pick yeah, a name they, out? They of it? They the, said they had seen it, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. they just hadn't seen it in a long um, time. So yeah, th- just lots of uh, like old school Disney, um, yeah. Sleeping Beauty and stuff, that that sort of thing. But I'm also going through and watching all the movies that I've missed over the year. I've never um, seen the three cabare- caballeros. Three caballeros.
2: Caballeros. Yeah, I, I, although I, I, it's I Spanish, so those L's are not pronounced, Zane, eh? mm. you racist. Okay. Uh, the Good. three caballeros. 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 Wow. There's a G in there now. <laughs> um, and uh, what's the Make Mine Music are the two that I definitely haven't seen.
1: Make Mine Music. It's like,
2: it was, it was the same year as the. Ah, oh, right. Three yeah. Cabreros when they were, because I found out often, like I listened to the podcast, they were like destitute and like begging the government for war funding. And that was only some millionaire funded a trip to Spain. And that's how those movies came about. Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It yep. does raise the question. Now you're going. Through these movies, mm. are you thinking of adding any more movies to the Disney vs. Disney debate? Specifically, where is
1: Dinosaur and the Good Dinosaur? Wait, is Dinosaur not on the bracket? No, it's not on <gasps> the bracket.
2: Dinosaurs are classic. We
1: stuck with the original bracket. Okay, uh, because I mean, there's already enough people. Is, <laughs> and enough purpose. Yeah. Um, if, if look, if anyone listening to this loves the idea of Disney vs. Disney debate, write in, make it popular, and we'll come back with all the other Disney movies for season two. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so like enchant- dinosaur. I've already shotgunned Enchanted. I've already shotgunned Enchanted.
0: I, I shotgunned all the, high school
1: all the musical sequels. Too. There's all the live action. Oh God, it's just
2: the straight to DVD sequel yep.
1: yes. debate. <laughs> uh, we'll you probably have a lot more negative worse. points on that one yeah yeah because uh, everyone's being very polite so far because yeah don't why want to the fuck disney.
0: aren't people being aggressive because like my I think the mandate at the beginning really
2: at the top aggressive. of every episode is this is disney
1: keep it nice no uh, no, no, no no it's keep it keep it pg <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay. i can keep it pg and i mean sandwich. i have some
2: quips I so i'm doing up versing brave at some well, point well, don't spoil what you no no saying. no but i have some really good <laughs> quips at the ready They'll sound off the
1: cuff, but if you listen to it here, you'll know that I've already prepared my quips. (laughs) Uh, Movie-wise, I have watched uh, Apostle, which was a very interesting movie. (laughs) Uh, I didn't hate it. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Very Um, weird mix of- stuff that yeah, you don't normally put yeah.
2: together, which I, I appreciate it because I'm like- Sorry, this was the one possible, made by
0: The Raid? Yeah. 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 The one that we saw. Where, where you're like, wow, I can't believe the guy who made the- Oh, wait, no, there
1: it is. There's an yeah. actual scene that looks yeah. exactly like The Raid. Got yeah. it. <laughs> uh I've also watched Paddington and Paddington 2. Nice. Had,
2: had you seen them before?
1: I had not seen them before. Ooh. And? How much did you cry? None. Ugh. I, I'm not an emotional Don't person. Don't lie to us. Saying <laughs> I, I, I didn't really care either way for Paddington. No. I think Paddington Two is almost a perfect movie. Yeah, um, yeah. A perfect kids movie uh, in the style of when I say like Guillermo del Toro can make the perfect movie and Tarantino can make the perfect movie. I think Paddington Two is another example of an almost perfect movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and how great is Hugh Grant? Yes, like- <laughs> Hugh Grant's I- <laughs> very entertaining. Yeah, um, yeah so I'm, I've, I've been watching a lot, of, a lot of stuff. A lot of Disney. Oh, good. A lot of Disney.
0: Shane, what have you been watching? I've been watching oh. quite a
2: fair bit. I went and saw Cold War, the black and white Polish film from Pavel Pawlikowski, who he did a movie two years ago called Ida, which is a phenomenal little Polish movie, beautifully done. But Again, it's black and white, and they shot it in Academy well, Ratio. Would you say it's
0: very <laughs> polished?
2: Get out! <laughs> yeah, okay, <fair> <laughs> You're fired. I um, uh, don't blame you. This is just Shane and Zane now. Uh, <laughs> Cold War's very, be- very beautiful. Like it's got some of the most beautiful cinematography of the year. Uh, I don't know that I felt as engaged with the story. It basically charts like a love story across the Russian conflicts post World War II. So it goes from like late '40s through to early '60s, and it's these two people who kind of fell in love and then fall apart and. I don't know if I engage with the story as much. It's like a weird alternate universe version of La La Land almost in, in some kind of weird way, but um, it's a very beautiful movie. I think it is the better movie from, from this director, but like it's getting a lot of awards consideration and it's well, deserved, especially in the cinematography standpoint. Um I watched the feature film version of Thunder Road. Oh, awesome. This movie is fucking amazing. It's so much fun. I thought it would just be, like, a really well-performed, like, cool little indie drama and because I knew the story behind it would be fine. But it actually shot, like, really well. There is all these long takes that are all done on the long zoom lens I was looking at behind the scenes. They've got, like, a an 18 to, like, 270 mil lens. And they just do these really long takes using a zoom. Sweet. Um, and it it's, a, it's a dad who's trying to pull his life together his mum dies and he kind of can't keep his shit together. Oh, He's so trying it's to not like 90
0: minutes of just saying the lyrics to Thunder Road this time? No, 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 no. Kind of yeah. disappointing. But- I, I was hoping for 90 minutes of just Thunder oh, Road. Oh, right.
2: Yeah, no. And I don't even think the full song ever actually plays. I oh, I think really? they maybe had like licensing issues or something like that. Because like the gag, they basically the opening scene is the short film. I figured But now the gag is the CD player doesn't work oh. and he has to just do a dance to it with no music under it, but it makes it all the more awkward and stuff. Mm. It's actually like I really highly – I reckon this one's on my top oh, 10 cool. list. It's really, really – it's just fresh. It's like a drama, but it's done really fresh and that sense of time is really interesting in that they don't announce like a change of time period within the film. It just kind of flows through it, which is something I'll be noticing in some of the better movies is their sense of time is – is a lot more skewed in a, in a more interesting way. Uh, I watched Once Upon a Deadpool, which oh, I, yeah. I spoke about on our, our our Facebook page in our review. And I think like, I didn't love Deadpool 2 the first time. So it's not like it, it didn't impede my viewing of it. And I like the additional scenes. And the only thing is like cutting out all the gore really hacked at the action, the rhythm of the action sequence. I see it as much. In a very, <laughs> I, like they've CGI'd out some blood. And there were some times I noticed, I'm like, oh, that was a rough. Wiping out of that But For the most part It was fine It's just whenever they Literally cut like Shots out The rhythm really got Fucked over Which I was disappointed in because that was one of the stronger parts of the movie. Yeah. But Fred Savage is great. His commitment's really Yeah, i going to love Fred Savage. And it's like a meta joke on a meta joke now, too, because they're jo- like, there's a line where they have something and then they cut back to them and says, oh, you're joking about that in order to cover up your bad writing by saying you know it's bad writing. And so it's like this like extra level of meta, which I didn't hate, and I feel like I probably should have. But, yeah, I watched Sorry to Bother You, just batshit crazy, very out there. Uh, that's the one about the guy who's like a call center operator, mm-hmm. and then he learns to use his white voice.
0: Oh, yeah, and yep, it's yep, it's yep. um
2: okay, cool. uh, David Cross is his white voice. Yeah, <laughs> and that movie escalates into places I did not expect it going to. Very weird and out there. I don't know if I love, loved, loved it. I wish it was maybe shot a little better in certain places. Kind of like blind spotting that I spoke about. Last week or the week before, uh, but it's very good, very unique. Uh, it's a very, yeah, it's a it's a movie with a really unique voice, which yep. I appreciate more and more these days. I appreciate a movie where that's the like that's the only place where I can see that voice. It's not yeah. like I can watch five other movies that feel exactly like it. I started watching a show called Succession. Uh, which is an hbo family dynasty mm-hmm. dark comedy adam mckay directed the pilot oh cool it's supposed to be i suppose the show's supposed to be a really good the pilot was a bit dry for me but it's oh, got okay. some really good actors uh sarah snook uh i love kieran sarah snook. kieran culkin oh. uh what's his name he's the guy he's from the autopsy of jane doe brian Co- no not brian cox Somewhere like that. It's got a very interesting cast, let's just put it that way. And I'll give it some more, but it was quite a bit of a slow pilot for me, to be perfectly honest. Uh, And then I watched, I've been to watch The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel season two, which this is going to come back later in this episode. I loved it. Let's just say I loved it. So 2018 in television, what kind of year has it been in television, do you reckon? A lot of Netflix. A lot. Yeah, Netflix did their huge, biggest push into original content. Yeah especially because now this is the year that we're like Amazon and Hulu kind of sprung up. And so they're like, fuck, inject. they just like indebted themselves $2 billion (laughs) more for
1: more content next year. Oh, nice. Well, I mean, we knew this was coming. Like last year we heard about their massive investment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Like I think they they saw it coming and did what they should have done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because
2: otherwise they would have been running. They don't want to become – the the MySpace of the Correct, streaming world. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they do because Sorry, they were the first ones just... to really sort of come yep. in and do it. And now, now every, even Disney, now that Disney's doing it, you're going to see, and we're already starting to see the start of it is that, they're pushing into children's programming really big to to actively get ahead of Disney streaming. Platform. I do notice a so that's lot. That's why they of- that's why they did the Roll Dahl. They announced a television yep. an anthology television series of all yep. the Roll Dahl stories, which I think is going to be interesting. Because aren't they doing? Isn't Robert Zemeckis doing the Witches as well? I think so. In the studio Ooh. space, so that'll be interesting. Uh, and um, and animated stuff. They have got Del Toro's Pinocchio, which is not going to be a children's version of Pinocchio. I'm so excited <laughs> for that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's like a fascist Italy. Nice. <laughs> that sounds like
0: that sounds like something Del Toro would. Do. I am
1: interested to see whether that goes original Pinocchio or like uh, hard done by Pinocchio, because Disney <laughs> is more hard done by Pinocchio, where the original Pinocchio is like a little devil, like, oh, really? like a child's play. Uh, not lo- not as devilish as that. Damn, but he's like I was real excited. He's just like a terrible person. No, no, fair yeah. enough. Rather than like mm. a homicidal maniac.
2: But I'd say overall, I think it's been a bit mixed with TV. We were in the golden age of television, the golden age of television. This year's kind of been a bit of a mixed bag. I feel like movies kind of took a step forward in terms of, because, you know, everyone's like, movies are dying, Every TV's where it's at. And that was like two years ago, and this year it's kind of been a little movies less. Movies have made their movies push. Have put, yeah, movies have made their push. We've got a lot of unique. Cinema kind of in there and in places And a lot because of Netflix You had something like Roma Would yep. not exist without Netflix uh, I, There's been a lot of weird backtracking in networks To like all kinds of shows that don't work I.E. FBI They're mm. really just gen- Like as generic as they can Wait, wait, what's
0: FBI, sorry?
2: It's a procedural said at the FBI, about FBI people. It's just basically cops investigating crimes, but they've got jackets that
0: say FBI on the back. Nice. So they're they're the ones who come in and everyone's like, oh, the FBI here. And they're like,
2: this is our jurisdiction. No, it's not. But they don't even do that. It's literally, they just play it out like a generic, like they could be the beat cops of whatever the city they're in. That's how generic it is. Do the FBI have beat cops? No. Going on the FBI beat? They command the beat cops. That's why they can like call in your local police officers and stuff like that. Uh, streaming really walloped most other platforms as well. Yeah, um, I feel like that was. <laughs> but I reckon also Netflix curbed a lot. They spent a lot, but they also like, this was their most cancellations in a year, especially with all, all of the Marvel, all the Marvel ones. All the Marvel ones, which of I, them.
0: I assume because of Disney. Well, they're
2: doing that, but I don't know because Disney aren't reviving those characters I don't think on they're the able to yet.
0: I think the rights are still with Netflix or something. So I'm curious
2: as to why Netflix. But still, did that. Jessica
0: Jones still going strong. Still yeah, bit, and The partnership. but he gives a fuck about Punisher. Ne- but do you know
2: why? Because Jessica Jones is a female-centric show, and that's getting a much bigger female audience. Oh. Like I feel, like this is what I feel. I'm basing this off like next to no. Yeah, Netflix doesn't give Netflix out doesn't numbers. give a thing. But it's got a, a lot. So many women I know love this show and i reckon that's why i reckon those those daredevil and all that they were good ratings but i feel like a big portion of those people who are watching that were pirating the shit out of it guarantee you, the numbers aren't as good as people what people would lead you to believe i think stranger things is bigger yeah oh that could have been on my list this year how was str-
0: strange things not on your list yeah but we could, to be
2: fair it wasn't as good as season one i don't reckon no that's fair enough um and and these other my other returning shows are pretty pretty solid but uh and what have i got there's controversy a lot of controversy roseanne we had roseanne oh, yeah. come back and then go and then there was they canceled brooklyn 99 and and, and then, then like- renewed that shitty Tim Allen show. Yeah, there,
1: there's a lot of there's Wait, a which, lot of like shitty Tim Allen Uh uh
2: What is it? The oh, it's just a very right wing comedy. Last Man Standing. Oh fuck, I remember that show. Yeah. Why did they bring that? Didn't that have because, like two because seasons? Literally, it was the Roseanne effect. Because Roseanne was the numbers Roseanne was doing was.
1: Insane. I mean, it's the Trump effect, not it's the, the Trump Roseanne effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no but, no, no, but the Roseanne, Roseanne effect <laughs> got it renewed.
2: No, no, the Roseanne effect got it renewed because they're like, oh, shows about right wing middle class people, or slash, quote unquote, working class, except yeah. none of them are working class. Uh, people are a huge hit. And so they went and brought back Last Man Standing because that was their version of the show that they had that was like that yeah. to try and cash in on the ratings. Uh, And also not a lot of comedy comedies. When I was trying to do my top 10 list of new shows, I'm like, and I went, and I literally was like, oh, I don't have any comedies on here. Let me just Google comedy shows of 2018. I'm looking through, I'm like, ah, there wasn't, there was not a lot, there was some bad (laughs) sitcoms but a lot of drama, a lot of that, everyone wants in on, the Game of thrones space and the Breaking Bad space. Especially
0: since Game of Thrones is ending, what, next yeah. year? Yeah, well, but
2: do you know what's happening? So the- Amazon are doing their Lord of the Rings show and Amazon are also doing the Wheel of Time. Oh, cool. I, I can't believe that Amazon were the ones that bought that. I totally thought it would have been Hulu because Hulu then went, suddenly went like, scrapped a bunch of their shows except for Handmaid's, which is the only one that's winning them anything. And I was like, oh, they're curbing their fun so they can funnel it into the Wheel of Time. And then I'm like, Amazon... Are re- so this is this is Amazon Stranger Things. Their play for Stranger Things is their right. Lord of the Rings show, which I have no desire to see. No, not at all. And The Wheel of Time, which I haven't read the books. I'm maybe tempted to do it, but I don't know. It depends on what I feel about the books. Uh, but, yeah, so what shows have we missed this year? I thought we'd touch on that because there was a couple that I really want to get into and I never got around to it. Pretty much everything that's going to be on your lists. <laughs> Probably. Um, I missed one I really uh, the shy was Lena lean, lean away with her. So she's the lady who, she won the Oscar it's uh, not the Emmy for a master of none episode. She plays the, the, the black woman with the, the uh, that's really vague in that show. Um, yes, when it comes black out, the, the, the gay one, the, okay, the, yeah, yeah, the queer yeah, okay. woman. And, uh, she's created the show called the shy, which is sort of like a, the wire esque thing in, in, um, Ah, uh, Maryland, Baltimore, mm. uh, which, and it looks good. Pose is the big one that I just never got around to watching. Me too.
1: I haven't got around to it. And I've heard
2: nothing but superb things about it. This is the one about ball culture. It's basically like Paris is Burning, the TV show. Right, okay. Ryan Murphy behind it. It's got the biggest trans cast of any television show in the history of ever. Also behind the scenes, they've got a lot of trans directors and stuff like that. So there's a lot of cool stuff behind the scenes as well as the show itself is supposed to be really good and quite uh, unique. I I, I watched like the start of the pilot and then I was just like, oh, this is well over an hour long. I do not have the time to watch this. I need to allot it for another time. Have
1: either of you seen Black Lightning?
0: Uh, No. My sister and
1: my mother love that show. Doing my research, it came up a lot. I was just like, I wrote it off like immediately. Yeah, as I because
2: I, th- I thought superhero show. I thought yeah. generic arrowy superhero show. But yeah. apparently, it's really good, and they they work in a lot of socio-political stuff into <sighs> it. My mum and my sister adore that show. They watch it religiously. So uh, Barry was one that I never got around. Yeah, I watched the, I I watched really the pilot. To watch Barry. And I like think- the pilot, and I just never got to watch the rest of the show just for timing reasons. And apparently, it gets like because the pilot was good, like it was solid pilot, but. Apparently gets like mind-blowingly amazing by like episode four. Mm. And I just never got around to it. So I'm really pissed at myself. Uh, Strange Angel, which was like a weird... So the guy did um A Ghost Story and Ain't Them Body Saints and The lo- the Old Man and The Gun. He directed the pilot and then his cinematography did this weird... It's like a cult slash early 20th century science mixing right. into it. And it looks really unique and weird. And it's on TNT. And I watched the trailer. And it looks amazing. And it's one of those shows I just never got around to watching. Uh, kidding with Jim
0: Carrey. Yeah, I, I really and that
2: clip that went viral of yeah. behind the scenes. I'm like,
0: fuck! I really should have watched this show. Like it's, it's still on stand. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think this year, specifically for me, because I'm so much more involved in media this year. There's just so much. much. There's too much to be on top of it all way too much like and then i'm also trying to catch up everything. on shows that i never yeah. got around
2: to from like t- 10 years ago i'm still catching up on always sunny and all that kind of stuff i just never at the time i haven't even gotten to that point yet <laughs> and what sharp objects was another big one.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That everyone's raving about. That's on my list to
2: watch. Yeah, Night Flyers, which is the new show based on the George R. Martin books, which looks really good, and I like the cast. But that only just started like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. So I'm like, and it's going to drop on Netflix once the season's finished yep. airing. Yep. So we'll get that next year anyway. Uh, there's one like a little mini series called A Very British Scandal. That I really want to watch because it's got it's got Hugh Grant in it, and it's about like a. Famous British PM. I feel like you could have, have like just a gay said the title,
0: thing. a very British scandal, and I would have been like, "Well, it's obviously a Hugh Grant film, right?" <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like a mini. It's like a three episode mini series about um, uh, PM who got caught with sleeping with another man, yeah. and it was like this thing, and then it ended up pseudo. Getting into the legislation to decriminalize homosexuality. I think that's the one. Nice. Um, and then The Terror, which I've heard nothing but amazing things about. And it's this weird anthology show about like weird... I'm assuming it's based on true events that happened historically. So one's like on this boat shipping the into the Arctic or something German, like that. the German one? It's not... It's, it's in English. Oh, okay. But and I think it's an Amazon show. It's on Amazon. I've got my Amazon account now and
1: I just need to watch it. You know, but, speaking of oh. Amazon forever... Which is Maya Rudolph's I've one? I've heard so
2: many good things it's about been that, been and on I'm my list, never got around got around to got watching around it. To watching Apparently, it's like an alternate version of the Good Place.
1: Yeah, it's like a weird uh, afterlife sort comedy. of comedy. Comedy.
2: Fred Armisen and and Maya Rudolph are like a couple in the afterlife, and it's. I'm just like, I'd watch the shit out of that, I I've not got around to it.
0: Did the uh, Did the Tick season two end up airing in Amazon yet? I do not know. Uh, I, have, I, I don't I, look for the Tick on I, Amazon. I know. I watched like I I watched season one and I fucking loved it but i only had a two-week subscription because it was free and then i found out they were making a season two and i was like damn it because the way season one ends you're like oh well i need to know what happens next mm. i'm just looking there because that's definitely the one that i really wish i saw mm.
2: wild, I mean, was wild a, country yeah uh, i watched the first episode of that and i wanted to watch more of it and then there that, that other doco series the 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 st- the staircase was the nun yeah, one this year or last oh, year? Oh, the, um, the staircase! Yeah, the staircase yeah. and and what's that? Uh, and the other one about the, the 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 not the Farrelly brothers, the the two guys who produce that. They're the ones who who do like those weird indie comedies, the Sundance guys. The not Farrelly brothers, the
0: uh, from Creek. I can't imagine the Farrelly brothers getting <laughs>
2: anything the guy in Sundance. from the guy from well. no. The far- One of the Farrelly brothers has got an Oscar bait movie out at the moment, Green Book. What? You know Green Book? That's Peter Farrelly's movie. Holy shit. And he's getting nominations left, right, and center. Um, for Creep, the lead actor from Creep.
1: Oh,
0: uh, um. s-
2: the creep one, yeah, the, yeah. I, him, him, and his brother do a lot of plus brothers, yes. Do plus brothers, thank you. They have they're the ones who were behind a lot of those documentary series. And, and I bet
0: you if Josh listens back on this episode, he's gonna <laughs> fucking hate me <you> for
1: that. <laughs> he will, he will. And anything else or do uh, we- the American Crime Story assassination of Gianni Versace? Yeah, I watched. Yeah, yeah again, that's one of the ones I've been I watched trying like, the first to episode. get into an American Crime Story, and it's just I've it's just always been kind of knocked down the list. I haven't
2: even seen yeah. People vs OJ, and I've been told great things about
1: that. Uh, right. Well,
2: I reckon we should go for our, start our top five returning shows. So this isn't the top five. So we're doing top five returning shows, top five new shows, and then top five single episodes. Easy. So,
0: uh, do you want to go first Chancer, or do you want yeah, to go? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh- are we, are we gonna like go like I say one, you say one? No, you just do no. A top okay, five cool. List. All right, we'll so do that when
2: we do our top ten movies because it's a better way to present that. But. Ah, okay, fair enough. All right, cool. These so, episodes don't
0: matter. Yeah, <laughs> this is well, literally every episode is a filler episode except for the top, <laughs> top 10. ten. Yeah, that's that's what I live
1: for. <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, so and that's why every episode of Watch Mojo, none of them are filler episodes. They're all top quality content. <laughs> uh, so my top five returning shows of the year, uh, in no particular order: uh, Ash vs Evil Dead. Yeah, season, season three. three was really fun, and 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 like it's a different showrunner from season one and two. Because you know what happened at the end of season two? How they I had the idea for the finale, which was Ash vs Ash, young Ash vs Um, because they go back in time to right before they go to the cabin in the first movie. Oh, really? And pretty much uh, the showrunner ended up dropping out as that last episode was happening, so they completely rewrote it. And I don't think that the end of season two is bad because it's very much Evil Dead, where it's very anticlimactic, everything just kind of wrapped. Because like, at the end of season one, the the season finale, spoiler alert for season one, Ash vs. Evil Dead, is... He, they, they finally confront the bad guy and they're like, Oh, you can't all do all th- this bad stuff. And she's like, yeah, but if you just leave, uh, mm. I'll give you this stuff. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> okay. So he just leaves and the world starts ending. Oh. <laughs> That's the end of season one. So end of season two was great. And season three was just a really fun season. It brought in his daughter, which is played by an Australian actress whose name I don't know, but she is very good. Uh, just a fun season. They, they uh, the whole, the whole, all the, all the um, previews for it was about the high school setting because a lot of it is set inside this high school, and it turns out that um, Lucy Lawless is oh. who, who's the evil demon from the first two seasons. Because uh, in season two she became good, season three she's evil again because she killed the good version. It's very confusing. when I'm saying, it like it's a good show, is what I'm saying. I'm just gonna mm. move on to uh, <laughs> uh, Stranger Things season two. Yes. Um, I feel like I would have had Daredevil Season 3 instead of Stranger Things Season 2, but Daredevil Season 3 is on my list of things I wish I watched. <laughs> I just haven't gotten around to it yet, okay? <laughs> Calm down, I'll get there. Um, mainly because I've heard it's much better than Season 2. and <laughs> It's not hard to do, though. Yeah. Uh, Stranger Things Season 2, though, was... Very interesting. I don't think it was I as, like good as the first one. I like that Will Byers got a proper arc. Yeah, the fact that Will's actually a character now. Yeah. Um, still want justice for Barbara, but hey, we got that whole Barbara movie, so that's fine. Uh what's it called? <laughs> the one that no one watched. <laughs> I watched it and I didn't think it was. Sierra all Burgess that bad. is a loser. That's the one. Barbara the movie. Um but, but yeah, it it was so similar to Aliens like ridiculously yeah. similar to aliens yeah. to the point that they had, uh, what's his name? Paul fucking. What's his face. Game over,
2: it. man. Game
0: over. No, no, he's uh, oh, no. He's dead. D- sorry, you mean- he's dead, man. Um, no, the guy who plays the bad guy in aliens. Oh, I don't know. I oh, thought you I were talking about Sean Astin. Sean Astin's not in aliens. He needs justice. Oh, uh, also. Yeah. justice no. for Bob, justice for Bob, justice for Barbara. What's with characters starting with B? Um, uh, next is Broad City season four. Uh, I think it is my favorite season of the show so far. Um, RuPaul's and oh, the the amount of celebrity. I thought cameos. you about to list RuPaul
2: Drag Race? like you know no no like, Ru- Ru-
0: RuPaul's in in season four. Uh, the amount because like uh, Hillary Clinton was in the last season and they had like quite a few celebrity cameos, but this one is just so many celebrity cameos. RuPaul's not a celebrity cameo though; he's like one of the main characters, kind of. Kind oh really? Of, uh, very fun. Uh, one, two, three, cool. Uh, my next two are Glow. Yes. Season which two I have was not just yet phenomenal. Season one. Oh my <laughs> god. I didn't know you could get better than season one, but they did. Uh, and finally, Doctor Who season whatever it's up to. 11. 11. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I thought, I thought this season. Which we've of been Doctor meaning Who, to talk about on whatever you've been watching. I, for like
2: four I haven't watched the finale Ah, oh, damn it. Is there's, it good? Yeah. Apparently, yeah. there's a character that
0: comes back. Yeah. It, it, mm. Yeah, I wouldn't know it though, would I? No, you would, because that's the thing. This is a self-contained season. This relies oh. on literally nothing else. If this is your first season, that's what great. I love about it. Um, I I don't think it was as good as maybe seasons one through four yet. Mm. Um, but it, it is. It's a really self-contained season. It's just a good season of television. Which after the Classic. last six Who's- fucking seasons of Doctor Who, we needed this. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, Zane. What have you been? Top what are your top thing. what have you been top five? Top five returning shows. Uh
1: well, Doctor Who was on my honorable mentions. Cool. Cool. Uh I also have not watched the last three episodes. Okay, cool. Uh, uh but what I've seen so far I really like. Mm. Um, and I'm I'm a Doctor Who apologist. Like, even the bad seasons, I'm like, look, it's Doctor Who. <laughs> uh, like it does it isn't world ending. Um and although the- those last three seasons, every <laughs> plot was about the world ending. It's Doctor Who. <laughs> you know, the, world, the world's always ending in Doctor Who. Uh, it is not the if it's not the world, then it's time. Uh yeah. so uh, it's not the, time; it's the universe. Yeah. The other thing on my uh, honorable mentions is House of Cards. Oh, okay, um, I, I really like this season. This is this is, this, the, this is the, the without. Yeah, this is after Kevin Spacey's dead. Yeah. Uh so it, I think it is. I haven't watched any. of uh, that I think that show they, yet. they they dealt with it just enough. To not make a huge deal of it, so it wasn't quite two and a half men level. No, 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 no.
0: Kind of disappointing. <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted Kevin Spacey just get hit by a train, and they're like, I can't believe Kevin Spacey got hit by a train.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I really like it, but it didn't make it my top five. Uh, again, very similar to like Daredevil. Uh, in no particular order, Daredevil yeah. this new season is much better than the second season not quite as good as the first season but really good. I
0: didn't watch the trailers is it all Kingpin again? All Kingpin. That's what I like to hear, cool. Cuz <laughs> well, honestly the best thing of season yeah. 2 that one episode. Fisk
1: is a much bigger character even than in season 1. Oh, oh wow. okay. And, uh uh AHS Apocalypse Amer- American horror story. Um I'm a huge American horror story apologist as well, huge <laughs> fan there even <sighs> Even their, their bad seasons, I find something to like in it. Ap- uh, Apocalypse I mean, is- you're a smash apologist, so. No, <laughs> well- oh, okay. Am I? For, for a yeah. second there, I thought
0: you were talking about Smash Mouth for some reason. <laughs> I'm like, are yeah. we all
1: smash You're like, Smash,
2: smash Mouth is Apologists? great because you were re-watching it at the time and I was like berating you because that show is I mean, general. it's fine. It's not one of
1: my best, my <laughs> favourite TV shows <laughs> of all time. Um, AHS, it's, it, this season is unique in that it- It was scripted from the very start. It ties two seasons very closely together um, and brings in, like, so much crossover from the previous seasons. Uh, So it was really interesting to watch as a fan who has watched all the seasons up until now. Um, It was confusing when some of the actors that play multiple characters (laughs) are different characters, like, right after one another. Um, But still. Um, mm-hmm. Stranger Things, yeah, yeah. You know, Stranger Things are always done in Philadelphia. I have still see, going strong. Yeah, apparently.
2: So I heard because I was listening to an interview with Rob Mc McElhenney, uh, that their season twelve was like their highest, most critically like lauded season and their yeah. best ratings and their best. Uh, reviews and then this new season even more so
0: apparently the finale is really good. Yeah, like, really good. Paul Riser, there we go. There Sorry, go. just Paul had Reiser. to yeah. cuz he's the bad guy in Aliens and like as soon as they introduced his character I'm like, "Oh, he's evil." And then he wasn't. I was like, "Nice subverting <laughs> my expectations." It's like Brad Dourif take that, chance <laughs> Yeah, Said the creators.
1: <laughs> uh, and Jessica Jones. Okay, yeah. uh, oh, I re- Jessica
0: Jones season 2 this year. Yeah. The it. Oh.
1: oh. Yeah. Oh, How so, could you? Season two was so good. It was good. I, I
0: don't think it was. I still don't think it was good as season one. No, but I see people like it I don't think anything like will ever be as
1: good as season one. Season mm. one was for that time almost an almost perfect TV show. Yeah, no, I Performances and just every performances and story um, making me hate David Tennant is oh. And he does it so well. Really He well. really relishes making you hate him. Yeah. Because uh, as soon as you think he's going to get like a bit of a sympathetic turn, yep. he just destroys you. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> okay, I need to
0: I need to get on that show. Yeah.
1: And the the exploration of Jessica and her relationship with her family, I think that is also really interesting. See, that, that's
0: why I completely understand if people prefer season two, because I think you really get to know her character yeah. more,
1: which is really great but season one, season one is <laughs> yeah. always going to be my favorite. What about you, Shane? Uh,
2: so my honorable mentions, again, I've got Doctor Who. Uh, I loved it. It's like I quit Doctor Who when it got too convoluted and this is the opposite of all the problems mm. I had with the original Doctor Who. And I think Jodie Whittaker is really great. I think the cast is really great. I love that Uh, they're, like, willfully being, like, fuck you to (laughs) man-child fanboys. Like, every episode is like, we're doing the Rosa Parks episode. Now we're doing the anti-Amazon episode. Now we're doing this episode. And yet they're still just entertaining adventures whilst also being political commentary.
0: I like the fact that people are complaining about the political commentary, and I'm like, have you never seen Doctor Who? Uh, Yeah. It's literally half the fucking show. Daleks (laughs) are a
2: metaphor for the Nazis. Uh, I don't believe... This one was on either of your list, Big Mouth, season two.
0: I liked Big Mouth. I don't think I it thought, was. I thought I thought it was really quality.
2: subversive. This season especially did some really I interesting things with all their characters. Jay's
0: character? Like, throughout the season then right at the end, I really loved that. Yeah, yeah And yeah, I yeah. can't wait for season three, if just I, the Jays character. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I really want them to expand on Michael, which is the, the yeah, gay yeah. kid played by Andrew. Because he had that one episode. Yeah, that did- one episode. And I love where there's the, the old guy and he's like, being young, gay, <laughs> and mean is not a personality. And that was, uh, what's his name? Uh, Harvey voice yeah. voicing the character. I was just like, there's a lot of... And then also the background jokes are almost as clever yeah. as... The uh, as um Bojack, Every Bojack would have been on your list. I haven't. Oh, you haven't watched the new one. I haven't watched the new season. Believe me, I want to. uh, So I've also got Santa Clarita Diet season two, which I I thought was a big improvement on the first season. You didn't like season one? No, no. I loved season one, but I thought this one just really nailed their rhythm and their comedy and the absurdity, whereas the first one had a couple of episodes where are they still trying to play it straight? And this one was like, we're not playing anything straight. This is the most ridiculous show on television and we're going to own it. Ah, uh, so they have like you know the, they're trying to get the bile of the vomit from the the Russian yeah. arms and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's very very uh, cool. Uh, Handmaid's Tale season two, depressing as fuck. It's got to be the most depressing
1: show on television. I can't watch it. See
0: that that would be on my. Oh, I've missed it. But I genuinely do not think I'd be able to watch that show.
1: I've made the conscious choice that I can't watch that show. It's so well shot though.
2: Like the one thing I think though is from a technical standpoint, because the thing I actually find really difficult about that show is I can't look at elizabeth what's her face and go you're a scientologist which literally stands for everything that this show is against so like how does i can't even i i I don't know what kind of mental gymnastics she's doing to work in that show
0: neopets was owned by scientologists so they can't be all bad oh my god really i mean they they were bought out by scientologists Uh, right right Uh, but technically this
2: show is a marvel the first couple of episodes weren't great on season two and then someone i feel like someone came in and was like no no we're riding the ship shoot it better and then they shot it really well and it's 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 good it's Frustrating, very actually the ending of season two was quite frustrating, but the bulk of the show was really You're not
0: selling it, Jane.
2: (laughs) I'm still not gonna watch it. Uh, so, my number five pick is Imposters Season Two. This show was, the, season one of this show came out of nowhere, and I was like, fuck, is it? and season two was really good. I was surprised that they got cancelled and were able to still wrap up the show. The character work on this show is really engaging. It's a con man show. Yeah. I reckon you'd love it. It's on stand, all two seasons okay, are cool. on stand, and it's, it's, it'd be a great little binge, 10 episodes a season or whatever. And it's really fun and really engaging. And they go into, like, the cons, like, the actual details of, like, the types of cons a little bit oh, more well, than fun. something like Ocean's Eleven, which would just name drop, like, five of them and never never explore Damn it. it. That's the fun part of just name dropping. And- <laughs> uh, number four is Insecure Season 3. Uh, they re- this, is, this is the HBO comedy with Issa Rae in the lead. And I thought they really did some great character development on Issa, the character of Issa. She plays a character named Issa, but it's not autobiographical. No, okay. Uh, She regrets calling it Issa (laughs) because of that reason, but uh, they did some phenomenal character development. I love the way they shoot this show. I love the voice of this show is so clear. I cannot wait for season four. It's and it's genuinely funny. I genuinely love the relationship between Issa and I've forgotten her name, but the character, the actress's name is Yvonne Orji. O R J I. Chance to get your mind out of the gutter. Uh, The the relationship between those two characters, I could just watch them in a room. For an hour, for hours on end, it's really, really good. uh Number three is Westworld season two. Westworld's on my. I wish I saw it. You have season one, Chancer. I gave you season one, and you need to be watching illegally.
0: It. And I'm not watching it
2: because. Don't of that. say this on live. Oh on God! Oh God! Um. Uh. I uh, this season I it started off a bit rough, but then when it all came together, it really fucking came together. And uh, Tandy Newton's awards that she's getting for this season in particular are so well deserved. She was the MVP for me more so than uh, Evan Rachel Wood, more so than um, uh, Jeff Jeffrey Owens, Jeff, uh, Owens the, the guy, the main guy who plays yeah. Arnold, and she knocked it out of the park. They went to Japan world, and she became like a fucking ninja, and she has like superpowers where she can control the other robots. Like it's insane and amazing, and they, and k- tragic too. But we won't go into that. Uh, number two is I mentioned this earlier. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel season two. I yep. binged this in like a, a week, and. F- fuck this like season one was great because it's about a woman trying to do stand-up in like the 60s i i
0: know you've told me and i'm like oh man i really
2: this need is, to watch this show you need to watch this i show, know because it is where can so i find good. it it's on amazon prime well fuck
0: <laughs> i used up my amazon prime watching the tick okay
2: <laughs> uh i watched season one a while and i really loved it season two like they do this whole sequence and like like old school science film, they stick a shot on like the outside of a house, and they have people going in and throwing stuff out, and it's like this uh. long take, this like four five minute take where the camera doesn't move, and they've choreographed this entire thing inside a beach house at the Catskills, and but this season the dialogue, just the speed of the dialogue, they have this sequence that where she's. Doing a stand up bit and it's being translated into French because she's in Paris for, for a second. and she just talks. There's this speedy moment that's like faster than His Girl Friday. It's bananas. Uh, uh, what's her name? The the main main actor, Rachel Brosnahan, is phenomenal. But even the supporting cast, they've got the guy. Like the, the the plot kicks off because her husband cheats on her, mm. and you would think the husband would be the hardest character, but you really feel for him by season two. He's got his own arc and everything. Oh, like wow. that. And Alex Borstein as her manager. Just funny. They've got uh, the Glee actress, the the older woman who plays Jane Lynch, is in it as this really fascinating character. Jane
0: Lynch, known as Glee actress.
2: Yeah, yeah, because she she made that show. She did. But season two of Motherless Mazel is amazing and it has become one of my favorite all-time shows because nice. of season two and then number one for anyone who listened to the seven or eight week stint where i mentioned it every single what have you been watching the <laughs> good fight season two i
1: knew that this would be on. yeah there. same this is this <laughs> is my
0: favorite this is like this is actually not on my list of i wish i saw it this week so suck it go to hell chancer <laughs> uh we're gonna do an
2: episode on the good fight and you'll have to watch it then i'm gonna be sick that week when we're doing it
0: (laughs) (laughs) because i I can feel my flanges (laughs) inflating so you know i gotta uh
2: Uh, but this this season in particular has become one of my favorite all-time seasons of any show ever up there with season one of the newsroom like it is so well directed so smartly written the performances like i cannot fault this season in particular on anything because it's Like, it's perfect. It's a perfect season of television. Every episode has you involved. I just love the way that it's, like, television that's shot interesting. Yeah. never fucking happens, like, ever. It's great. Like, I cannot recommend The Good Fight enough as it's my favorite show of all time. Like, if I were to pick one, The Good Fight. Nice. Mostly because season two. Season one's brilliant as well. Season one is, like, brilliant, but season two, like, upped it even more even more. So, top 5 new shows, which is interesting because there wasn't a lot. I actually found other, there was two that I was solid on, and then other than that, I kind of had to look because there wasn't a lot of new shows that mm. I fell in
0: love with. Yeah, neither. Oh, I, I I had I had trouble. I feel like like
2: something like Pose might end up on this list when I
0: finally get around to watching it. I, I feel like there's a few that if I ever watched them, they would be on this list, yeah, but uh Yeah. Uh, in no particular order. Um Maniac Ah, yes, that's one I never got around to. Yeah, no, I-, I, I It's on my list. <laughs> I really liked it. And it's one that, and and this will be in the best episodes list, but um, it works so well as a whole. And I, I don't think that they won't make a season two or whatever. This is one single yeah. story that is told from beginning to end, and it just works so well. The storytelling aspect of it is really, really interesting. And uh, there's masturbatory video games in the future. So that's nice. So Uh, it's like Ready Player One. Exactly. Only with worse graphics. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's great because, yeah, they have like a whole VR headset bit. And it's like Ready Player One, but it's like that really polygonal uh, and like low poly low poly and low, and poor textured rendering from something like Alone in the Dark. Oh god. So it's it's really fine their tits as well, so you know. Um up next is Dark Tourist, which ah, is yes, David Farrier's. David Farrier did Tickled. Um I don't think it is as good as Tickled, and that's the only reason why I haven't finished it yet, but it is on my list because it's a show I watched. Yeah. One one of one of a few. Uh up next is Nailed It. On Netflix. Uh, <laughs> I genuinely love that show. And I hate, I oh actually no, I like cooking shows cause I like cooking, but I hate reality television. I hate game shows, but this is just such a feel good show about something so stupid. It's just real fun. And, yeah. and then there's the whole uh, queer eye special. And I think season two technically just came out. They've got like a Christmas season yeah. rather than a Christmas episode. Uh, so I just started watching that. Well, that so would be, oh you yeah, know,
2: that is season two because season one is no, see that's season three, because season two had queer eye. No, that was just one episode.
0: Oh wait, no, was there no,
2: already season, season two? Yes, yeah, so there was already season two and a season one. They were all in the same. Shit. they like cause they those were huge hits on Netflix, <coughs> that and queer eye, so they yeah. literally like cause they're really quick to churn out those shows. Yeah,
0: exactly. So that that makes sense. Um up next Chillings Adventures of Sabrina. Uh, have you watched it yet? I've not finished it, no. Oh man, it is so I I just really enjoy it, and especially since I was expecting, uh, what's the fucking Archie one called? Jughead. Uh, Riverdale. D- Jughead? The Jughead <laughs> show. I'd watch the shit out of that.
2: Was well, they called the Jughead
0: comics? <laughs> Aren't they called the Archie comics? No. It's yeah. Jughead comics. No, it's Archie. I'm sure they do a spinoff about yeah. Jughead because Jughead's the character with thing and he might be asexual he's got a crown he's asexual in the
2: comics he's not in the show oh, he's
0: very lame. firmly heterosexual yeah oh, you damn very heteros
1: firmly heterosexual yes
0: it's the only way i like my heteros like i like firm. my mangoes firm um yeah no it's a it's a really fun se- season of television and they've just had the christmas special come out which i haven't watched yet uh, the way it ends is kind... Uh, the way season one ended is kind of inevitable, but I still love the way they went through with it. Uh, and my number five or number one, however you look at it, is Young Sheldon. <gasps> young Sheldon came out this year, and, you know, it's just a really wholesome and really... You
2: haven't even watched it, Sh- Chance. You
0: don't know that. <gasps> you you can't prove anything. I think uh, the actor, the young actor who plays Sheldon, oh, he's... Tops, how many episodes of
2: Sheldon are there? Young Sheldon
0: 12. What happens? Uh, there's Sheldon, right? Did you
2: even know that it's a single camera comedy? It's not even a multi. Uh, no, that I didn't know.
0: You, you, can, you can tell that from like, oh, okay, instantly. I thought you hadn't even watched the trailers. You no, no, I watched the trailer, I, I knew that much. <laughs> and I, 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 I was surprised by the fact that it was single cam, and I was like, oh, well, they're gonna be doing like more effort than they did in the big bang theory
2: laugh tracks in a single cam just to fuck is with there, it is there laugh no, tracks no, in no it? i don't think so it's played more like a proper single cam comedy comedy in 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 quotation marks because it's not particularly funny
0: it's got 76% on rotten tomatoes which is higher than i don't know aquaman no aquaman's getting reasonably it's got high got 65 reviews. right oh, okay. now well Whatever. (laughs) got my finger on the pulse of the
1: tomato. Zane, what are your top five new shows? What are my top five? You don't want to talk about uh, Young Young Sheldon? Sheldon. Well, I'm hoping that all of
0: your five are Young Young Sheldon. Sheldon. Number
1: five, Young Sheldon. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, Um, my number five is The End of the Fucking World. I've heard about this. I really want to watch it. It's really interesting. Uh, It it takes you places you don't think you're going to go. It ends very ambiguously. I hope they don't make a second season. They are. They are, of course, <laughs> but I hope that some sort of natural disaster prevents it. Well, like look. the end of the world? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Wait, does,
0: does the end of the world actually happen in
1: the show? No, the end of the world is a metaphor for That's death. what I thought. Okay, cool. Um, The main character is- He's a sociopath, isn't he? Well, he calls himself a sociopath, but he doesn't know if he's a sociopath or not. Uh, and then he kind self-diagnosing, of self-diagnosing
2: man, web MD.
1: <laughs> yeah, like he, he's basically a young, a young guy who wants to kill people. Cool. And is kind of fascinated with death and killing people. Then he meets a girl who's kind of rebelling, and it's them going through an adventure. Okay, um, it's really interesting, very surprising, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, the Haunting of Hill House. These aren't in any particular order. How yeah. is
0: that not on your Shane? By the way. It is. I Shane haven't hasn't done, done my this top this list year. five. Years. Oh, right. Yeah. We've only done returning. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's one of the ones that, yeah, you know, I wish
1: I've seen. Um, Haunting of Hill House is pretty masterful in everything that it does. Uh, I would, I wanted a little bit more horror from it, mm. um, but I definitely recognize how deliberate the burn on this show yeah. is. Do
0: you think that now that's come out, scary movie 2 will be relevant again no
1: not Scary even movie not little Two little will bit. never be relevant <laughs> it wasn't relevant and it will never be relevant yeah
0: i remember when scary movie 2 came out i didn't even know of the haunting of hill house and yeah. i know now that it's a liam neeson movie of a remake of a blah 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 blah
2: yeah no it's an, a readaptation of the book and they've done like the 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 adaptation of the book's very because the book's set in like old-timey things yeah. and i've actually like, read what they changed i'm like oh god that's like a modern it's this weird modern revisionist take
1: on the story, but it works and it shouldn't. Like really? on
2: paper it shouldn't work.
1: So anyway, mm-hmm. continue Zane. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh so then is Sabrina. Yeah. Of course. Uh and Maniac. Yeah. That's okay, also cool. on my list. Really liked Maniac. It really again surprising show i didn't know where it was going from episode to episode yeah but
0: it, it took me well, about i've
1: seen like three screen caps episodes. i'm like
2: how is it like a period piece yep. a funny <laughs> yep, mo- yep. Like, how does yep. that all in the same thing well that's why
1: you've got to watch it yeah. Yeah. and i and i think the performances in this one are really good
0: emma like uh, yeah like i'm a stoner i know that i'm an emma stoner but fuck me she blew me away in that yeah. series
1: uh and homecoming yeah. I'm a podcast guy gotta put it on the list <laughs> yeah the yeah. adaptation of a podcast um so it's the it's the second Amazon adaptation from a podcast the first one being law and that was more of a nonfiction one this one yeah. is based on a podcast about a uh, military experiment? Well, yeah. So mil- a military experiment on veterans who are suffering from PTSD. Yeah. And it's kind of a lot of in their head and their therapy sessions. So it's a little bit sci-fi. Yeah. Um, but very compelling. Um, yeah. And a great performance from Julie Roberts. Which we haven't seen in a long time. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Uh, So my top five new shows, Uh, number five is one that I I, I was trying to look for and I realised that there was this one because it got cancelled after one season, was Here and Now. It got trashed by critics and I loved it. It's Alan Ball's show that he did. It's like a family drama turned pseudo supernatural thing when Mm, the sun starts having visions. I found it it really compelling. It's got Tim Robbins, uh, who's the lady who voices Helen in The Incredibles? Helen Hunt. Oh, she's a really short lady. Her talk's like this. I can't I, even I, I know who it is. So I, just,
0: um, it's just I haven't seen Helen Hunt in anything these days, and I miss her. She was good
2: in the sessions. Uh, but anyway, so here and now, and it's like this weird family drama, and this, one of the sons starts having weird visions. And, uh, oh, you people's told me about this Things yep. kind of start crossing over, and his therapist, and it's, it's very vague, and it, it ends on a cliffhanger. And then got cancelled. So I'm a bit annoyed that I don't get to fi- find that out. But I found mm. it really compelling. It had a really compelling queer character in it. Played with a re- and great performances all around. Uh, I I really wish I got to see a, or at least find out what they, where they were going with it. Because it was a really unique thing where you couldn't quite put your finger on it. It's worth yeah. seeing. It's just going to piss you off because it ends on a cliffhanger. And number four is Queer Eye. Because season one <laughs> of that <laughs> and two came out
0: in the same year. Technically, isn't that a returning series? Because no, I can go back to season one. <laughs> no, um, but, but, but uh, actually, I'm um, actually <laughs> Queer Eye for the Straight Guy was from like oh, no, because thousands. it's a different <laughs> it's a different format. It's a and different a different format, title, different title, <laughs>
2: and based on a completely different idea. What I the thing I love the most about it is it's it's literally it's reality TV that is running that is fueled by the opposite of what reality TV is fueled yeah. by reality TV is fueled by Schadenfreude. We talked about this in our reality TV episode, which is actually a really good episode and you should go back and listen to it. If you haven't. Uh, but we took it's, fueled by Freud, and yeah. the, this queer eye is not fueled by that at all yeah and so i was really quiet they don't come in and say oh how trashy and shit are you they come in and they're like it, 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 it's base i just that's what i grabbed onto i was like this is based on a different kind of emotion which more reality tv See, needs to I, do i had
0: absolutely no interest when queer eye was announced and i was like you already did this 10 years ago and it sucked well why would we do this again but the more and more I heard about what the show was actually about, I was like, oh shit, I kind of want to watch this. Yeah. But I don't have time, so suck it.
2: I thought you'd watched it, haven't no.
0: you? No, there's <laughs> just a, I've watched the Queer Eye episode of. uh, uh
1: what? Nailed it.
2: Watch it. It's really it's it's good
1: TV. It's yeah, good TV. It, uh, my I f- tried to watch it. Oh. And didn't like it. Oh really? I continue not to like it. I just don't like reality TV. I think no, it's fair enough. Whether it's, it's schadenfreude hard. based or not, this is this is true. Uh,
2: my number three is also from your list. Dane is Homecoming. Yeah, haven't finished it yet, but I I love the idea of a half hour drama mm. that is weirdly really compelling to me because it's kind of over and you're like you're almost tripping on yourself. But I also love it's shot so well. Mm. It's like a Hitchcock thriller. Okay, And they do some deviations from the plot of the podcast, which I think is very interesting. But I I find it really compelling. It's really compelling television and some really great performances. And I just love the way they shoot it. There's this in like the first or second episode, there's just this unfathomably long take through the building. And I'm watching, I'm like, because they weren't digitally doing parts of that. And I'm like, how the fuck is that camera going through those walls and everywhere? I was trying to wrap my head around it because like you can tell in, Something like Kill Bill, because it's a Kill Bill-esque shot. It goes up and around and over and yeah, through things yeah. and through doors and stuff like that. And in Kill Bill, you can see where how that happened. But in, in uh, Homecoming, I was like, oh, I can't wrap my head around that. It's really good. And like you said, great, yeah. compelling performance from Julia Roberts. Also the supporting cast. Um, and it's really interesting because the podcast has David Schwimmer, Catherine Keener- Oscar Isaac, and I think those are the three, like, big leads in it. And so, and you'd think, oh, why don't they just get them in? But they've kind of swapped the cast around and it,
1: it still works. Yeah. So, well, it was produced by Gimlet Media. So they're kind of on the forefront of, like, professional audio mm. drama podcasting. Yeah. yeah. So they they get these big names in, but it is kind of like a day or two of recording for these yeah. names. So it's not like a, it's not a television show commitment.
2: Yeah. Oh, and the other thing I really love, the aspect ratio changes. They go from like a four by three for the present and widescreen for the past. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. And it's really, it's just this. Four by three for the present. Yeah. Wide for the past. Yeah. 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 Because uh, without spoiling too much, it's dealing with memory and the past is when the memory has not. Vanish completely, and and so like I I feel like it's they're using it thematically. It works, it really works. Uh, Number two, and so these two were the ones that really were on these lists from beginning to end. Uh, Number two is Killing Eve. This show is fucking phenomenal. You need to watch it. I reckon Chanel would love it. It's got. Sand- have you seen that Zane yet? I
1: have not yet. No,
2: I reckon you'd love it too. So Fleabag, the creator of Fleabag, yep, Phoebe Waller okay. Bridge, she did. She got asked to do, adapt these like spy novels, and her voice is like this really off kilter humour, mm. and she brings that to it, and it just causes this fusion because the story itself is not particular. It's a an FBI agent hunting down a really elusive serial killer essentially is the bulk of the show, but her voice makes this so unique. Sandra O oh is the lead. She's breaking record as being the first Asian American woman to be nominated for this and that. And the other, uh, the writing is phenomenal. The performances are oh, staggeringly good. They've got a character, uh, who's a sociopath, she's a sh- sociopath yep. and the performance of it is probably one of the best I've ever seen. And she's like this young European actress who I'd never heard of before. And I'm watching the show. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, she's so good. It's compelling, has some really great twists and turns and it goes where you don't, like it, it's a show that manages to surprise you, which like you were saying, like that's what I want more and more from a mm. show because there's so many shows I'm quitting. Like I was watching that. Tell me a story. I quit watching that because it was, going yeah. nowhere, and I'm just like, I want a show that engages me because that's the only place where I can see it. But Killing Eve is phenomenal. All the awards it gets are well-deserved, and I highly recommend this show. The number one, as established, is The Haunting of Hill House, which Why is- Why isn't that on your list, Shane? <laughs> uh, This is a masterpiece. Yeah. Uh, I reckon I, I disagree with you about the horror because the horror is there. It's not scary- But that's not the point of horror. is horrific, and their their idea of what ghosts are, like mind blowing. I think that's like Del Toro level amazing. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think I mean by what I want is more horror. Is I want it to be more present. Um, I think this show moved just a couple beats too slowly for okay. my taste.
2: When it gets to it, like the scene where he's like, "Yeah, when it gets when you, he's it gets on you, when he's on the the street and there's the man f- like floating yeah. behind him." Oh, that like that just gave me like even just the the the, the floating man with the cane. Yeah, gave me the heebie jeebies when he sees it first as a kid, and I don't
0: get heebie jeebies from ghost stories very often. Would the uh, would the show be improved with more or less Liam Neeson? Less. Less. That was, he was the best part of the <laughs> last movie. Uh, but this, uh, and so
2: narratively blew me away. The performances are phenomenal. And then just the technical execution is flawless. They've just shot it. So there's not one shot that hasn't been decided because Mike Flanagan, who's one of my favorite oh, okay, working directors, yeah. shot every episode. He's co-written and produced stuff, but they've everything is integrated into everything else.
0: I did not realize it was Mike Flanagan. Okay, cool. I will it's it's so it's it's my
2: it, i'm gonna it's probably gonna show up in my top ten films list as well because yep. everyone can put on fucking Twin Peaks the return on their list last year I'm putting Hill House on mine.
0: you know, uh, but <laughs> spoil all that for number one of the best films next week,
2: yeah, uh, and it but it's amazing and and phenomenal. And so anyway, top five single episodes I thought we'd wrap up
0: with single yeah. episodes, so. Chancellor, go. Okay, I'm gonna load up my notes because I definitely have them here. Yeah, here we go. Okay, cool. So the uh, the first two. It's funny because I just wrote down the episode names and now I have to think about what what <laughs> show they were from. Uh, so I know what this one is. Okay, so the first one is Rosa yeah. from Doctor Who. That that episode. Can you was believe just, that's
2: the first episode written by a black woman in the entire history of that show. Yeah, not so I can really. believe that. I'm <laughs> not, yeah, oh, sorry, yeah, no,
0: I'm not surprised. So yes, I I do believe it. Um. Yeah, I I thought the episode was gripping. It was genuinely terrifying. You, I I was really on the edge of this, my seat for these characters. I was like, oh man, they could they could die. Racism is scarier than Daleks. <laughs> um. Up next, Sliding Doors, the first episode of season four of Broad, Broad City. City. Mm. I just <laughs> I like I I totally did. Get, Did they do a sliding doors episode? Yeah. First, first episode is the, the, the first time they meet and there are two alternatives, one where they catch a train together and one where they both miss the train. And it's just a really fun episode. And in one of the storylines, they die. So, you know, it's good stuff. Good awesome <laughs> television. Uh, up next is uh, the burial, which is the, I want to say, fourth last episode of Sabrina uh, which is obviously you know which episode it is because it's called The Burial it's such a fucked up episode because like I kind of guessed what she was going to be doing yeah from from the episode earlier but just what she's doing is so ridiculous I mean this is
1: this is the switch around of the season yeah this is where their season kind of goes like oh okay we're, yeah. we're, we're not in teenage territory anymore. Yeah, no.
0: Oh, it's been light and fun and now we've killed someone and we yeah. have to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was it was really good. Um, okay, I finally figured out what the first two episodes were from. Uh, option C, which is the last episode of Maniac. Like I said, yep. Maniac is a complete story. And even though they're like our episodes I like a lot more, I'm just going to say the last episode because yeah. I, I, I do believe they could have ended at season nine uh, at episode nine. And I would have been happy, but at that last episode just wrapped everything up so
1: well. I haven't put any maniac on my list because I think you need to watch all of it. Yeah, yeah. no,
0: completely understandable. I just couldn't think of another, I, I should have just done my, my, so my next, so my number one or in no order, whatever, these are two episodes from the same series. It's, uh good twin and rosalie which are um, uh, two episodes of glow good twin
2: i've heard about good twin that was yeah. one came up when i was looking up great oh episodes
0: god, of the year. That, uh, because i i was in, i was thinking rosalie cuz rosalie is the whole episode that kind of like delves in on the aids epidemic mm. and oh really w- when this episode went down that path you're like what what the fuck is happening oh my god what is I need well, to get on it. I need to get
2: on it. That's on my That's
0: my list. So, so yeah, but yeah, I was like trying to figure out what the, the episode was called. And I remember the episode, The Good Twin. The, the Good Twin is just such a fun episode because it's the first time you get to see an episode of- Of the wrestling. Of the oh, of Glow. Oh, wow. So okay. it's a straight up episode of Glow and you, you're watching the show and because you know the context of everything that's happened beforehand, you're kind of understanding everything that's going on on a different level and then Rosalie obviously pure not purely because of the whole aid storyline but like I, I, I honestly when that happened i was like holy shit this is this changes everything what is happening uh, and yeah they, they were Two just really great episodes for exact opposite reasons. Okay. Good stuff. Zane, top five episodes year
1: ago. Uh, okay. So the only episode on this list from a show that was not on either of my other lists oh, nice. is The Good Place, Janet's. I have yet to watch that episode. I've heard nothing but amazing things it is, about It's very it. fun. It's this great. Is season three, I assume, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Janet is my favorite character. Uh, so yeah, when there's a whole more episode, Janet's? It's, a, it's just an episode full of her. Yeah. Of Darcy Carden. Please. <laughs> uh yes, uh very entertaining, very good i i I the good place continues to be interesting, even though I don't this season I don't definitely get a, is weakest I, though I don't get a lot of the humor well, they kind of they're accelerating the changes, yeah, and I think they yeah it Although really this feels a like se- they're was this swimming the season where they were like
2: we've a huge Jackman movie about PT Barnum made 400 million dollars Box office as being like a flaw that's happened because they sent dead people back yeah <laughs> uh- <laughs> <laughs> like that the Greatest Showman made money is like a flaw in the universe created by meddling <laughs> with it
1: um then uh, okay so another comedy is it's always sunny in Philadelphia times up for the gang uh, I've the, heard about the this. sexual harassment <laughs> training one. <laughs> uh very hilarious. Uh The Haunting of Hill House, Bent Neck Lady. This That's will be on my list too. Good. Um Daredevil blindsided is the one where he's in prison. He goes he infiltrates the prison. But you also get to see what's his uh what's his face, the uh, Fisk. No, Well, yeah, he's in it as well, of course. That uh, his his partner. Oh, Foggy. Uh, foggy, Foggy, Foggy gets uh, a lot of due in that that episode. And then number one is Haunting of Hill House, Two Storms. Two Storms. Two Storms yeah. is a great this episode. This Good. will come up again. This will come up again. Well, what is your number? No- <laughs> my top five.
2: I've got number five is God I'm Tired, Killing Eve, Season 1, Episode 8. This is the finale. When you're doing like a showdown between. So it's basically like she, there's Eve Palastri. She's chasing down the serial killer who's Villanelle. Mm. And like they they meet each other at other points in the show, but this is like the showdown showdown. And to pull off a showdown that's yeah. that unique and weird and funny and distressing, I was really blown away by what they were doing. It was just the writing and the performances alone. It goes it it takes so many weird twists. It's a phenomenal show. I cannot recommend enough. I can't wait for season two. And uh, number four is the bent neck lady. Yeah, I w- that was so upsetting in so many ways, and I kind of saw it coming, but then when it hits anyway, it's still good. I'd also put a tie with a season one, episode eight, uh, called "Missing." What is it called? Miss Witness Marks. Oh, this yeah, had yeah. a jump scare that I let out of my. <laughs> I yelled at the TV. I I just didn't <laughs> see it coming, I and mean, jump scares don't normally like I'll like jolt a yeah, little bit yeah. if it's surprising, but this one made me leap out of my skin. But um. Uh, Katie, Katie Sie- Kate Siegel's performance when yes. she comes out of the car yeah, yeah. And, th- and that monologue like oh I want it that was that was some compelling writing but the bent neck lady just ruined me Uh, number three vote for Kennedy vote for Kennedy Mrs. Maisel season two episode nine this is the penultimate episode of the season and she gets a- an appearance on television the oh, first cool. appearance on television and it's so good and just like the mechanic that's an episode where you really get to see the mechanics of the writing not just the great because amy sherman paladino is known for her writing her super fast sorkin-esque but kind of maybe a little bit better than sorkin banter uh, but you get to see the mechanics of her writing and going in place and this kind of compelling plotting which is really good and the performances are just amazing you I reckon it will be one of I, your favorite all-time shows I, I really know. reckon it's gonna be up there and, and Chanel Chanel will absolutely love it as well okay that's good um, that's pretty
0: much I'm not gonna watch your TV show if Chanel doesn't like it <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, number two is day 471 it's good fight season two episode 10. This i I mean, you could pick any episode from this, but this is a really compelling. Like, someone gets shot at the law firm and it's like hell breaks. It's so good and so well plotted and so well shot. And uh, it's every, any episode of this show is compelling, but that one is sort of a, a peak sort of moment. And then number one is Two Storms, Haunting Hill House, yep. season one, episode six. It's the most technical, biggest technical marvel I've seen in anything, movies or TV this year. Honestly, it's so good. It's just and devastating. And to, to pull that episode off right after The Bend Neck Lady, which was yeah. also a compelling episode, yeah. you're just like, oh, this show is really good. But yes, so... That's our, That's that's the top five list. That's our episode for that's today. That's several top five several lists. Several yeah, top that's, five
0: that's, lists. That's <laughs> three times three top five lists. That's
2: three times three. So there's nine nine top five lists. If you have your top TV, we'd love to hear from it. You can contact us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Picture Rangers. Email us. If you have a top five list, we might be willing to read out a couple on air if you have it. Email us at motionpicturerangers at gmail.com. And you can find me on Twitter at
0: M underscore Anderson. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at The And And uh, hey, it, you know what? My favorite episode of TV was this. It was Red Curtain Hell, now available <laughs> on Vimeo On Demand. That's Vimeo.com slash On Demand slash Red Curtain Hell. Use, Use uh, picture, point, ranges. Yeah, pic, picture ranges for 20% off your rental or purchase.
1: And Zane? I'm at Zane C. Weber on all the social media, and you can find everything that I do. Including that phenomenal Disney versus Disney yes, podcast. Yes,
2: yes. That's Disney. not canonproductions.com. That's right. Thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you again next week with our top 10 films list. Bye.
0: Yeah, bye. Bye.